Critically acclaimed filmmaker Jim Jarmusch has been releasing ambient drone and experimental rock music with his band Squirrel since 2013. The iconic director is best known for his films Broken Flowers, Coffee and Cigarettes, and Only Lovers Left Alive, a vampire love story partially set in Detroit. Tonight at the Museum of Contemporary Art Detroit, Squirrel will perform a live soundtrack to the films of Man Ray. I spoke with Jarmusch and fellow Squirrel member Carter Logan about their creative approach to writing soundtracks and why they chose the number 260 as the title of their most recent EP. 260 isn't a perfect number and not a, not a, a fraction of any number. It's not even a regular number. It is, though, the number of days in all Mesoamerican calendars. Uh, the Mayan calendar. It is the number of days of human gestation, orangutans also. 260 also has an elliptical connection to the dark rift, a series of molecular dust clouds located between our solar system and the Sagittarius arm of the Milky Way. And although not a magic number, 260 is the magic constant of the magic square investigated by Benjamin Franklin and part of the solution to a famous chess problem, the N-Queen's problem for N equals 8. 260 is also the country code for Zambia and the U.S. area code for Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. So that's why we call the EP EP 260. All right, so you guys will be in town doing a live scoring for the films of Man Ray. So I got to ask why you guys chose him. Of course, he's iconic, he's incredible, but um, why his work? Yeah, we were initially kind of, we looked at a variety of different silent films when we started conceiving of this. Um, but I think that we were drawn to Man Ray in a sort of general way because his films are incredible. And once we saw them, we connected with them sort of musically. Um, there's a certain rhythm and, and musical nature and playfulness and surrealism and darkness and light in there that we like to incorporate into our music. I was investigating a bunch of silent films, a number of silent films from the 20s, one by uh, Jean Renoir, but then I, I wasn't really that enthusiastic about it. And someone mentioned Man Ray's films, and uh, I was familiar with uh, Etoile de Mer, his film from 1928, but I didn't really, which I loved, but I didn't really know his other films. But, uh, you know, he's incredibly playful and inventive. He has no rules for what is filmmaking. He is just using the camera like an interesting toy almost. And, uh, and being a surrealist and a Dadaist, you know, his, uh, there's a lot of like non-rational dream logic and juxtaposition of things in his films that really appeal to us and also uh, have a kind of link to surrealism, surrealism as a kind of a link to psychedelia through the idea of your consciousness being expanded or enlightened by not being rational. So that it's a kind of interesting full circle to us and we're very interested in drone music, trance music, ecstatic music from, you know, whether it's the Velvet Underground or whether it's uh, the master musicians of Jujuka or classical Indian music or, or whether it's, you know, Morton Feldman. So we're interested in that kind of stuff. So I don't know, the link just 
with his his films and their kind of musicality also because they move they're very kinetic just appealed to us immediately and it fit with squirrels kind of approach to music in general which is you know it's not mathematical as much as like a kind of droning dream logic to it yeah the sort of liminal state that man ray was interested in representing in his films is sort of what we hope to get to musically and our music you know especially for the man ray stuff is very well in general our music's kind of distorted and churning often Was it an organic process when you uh, started making uh, music for his films, or did you try to really get the audience to see his work in a new way via your soundtrack? Well, you know, just by by doing it, we're bringing a, 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 some kind of audience. To, we'll see how big an audience, but we're bringing an audience to his work. And, uh, you know, our approach was just, watching the films and talking about them and then just starting to improvise to them. And over a period of time, you know, we built a kind of map or blueprint for, for the score to each film, although they change every time we play them. We're not tied to the thing. Uh, like, it's not like classical musicians with a score we're reading, but we're following a map. So we just kind of built it over time. Um, our, you know, our impressions and also the two of us interacting musically with each other as well as with the films. I don't think I answered your question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, what we hope to do is leave some space for ourselves to react and recontextualize the films, e the, even for ourselves, as we perform these scores. They don't necessarily reveal themselves in the same way, even to us every time, and we've watched them, I don't know, tens of times, you know, a hundred times or something now, over and over again, they never get old, and they always reveal new things to us. And so what we hope to get to on stage is a place where we can simply react to these films, like Man Ray is our third band member. We really feel like the backing band. This. That was director Jim Jarmusch and Carter Logan who performed this Thursday night as Squirrel, creating a live soundtrack for the films of Man Ray. The show begins at 8 p.m. at the Museum of Contemporary Art Detroit.